0: with us about growing uh, moving to the next level. I, I was telling my wife the other day that I really feel in my spirit that we as a church, that we are growing, uh, that we're developing, that we're moving to another level. So raise your hand if you, if you can honestly say, Pastor, I feel like I'm growing spiritually. I feel like I'm growing. Amen. That's a lot of people. That's good. So we feel like we're growing. We feel like we're moving to the next level. And that, that's what God desires for us. So I want you to turn in your Bible with me. Turn to, um, go to Luke chapter Luke chapter 22. Go to Luke chapter 22, and I want you just to, just to put a bookmark there, Luke chapter 22. Go to Luke chapter 22, and just, just leave your Bible there for just a moment. This past week, this past Sunday, I, I talked about uh, passing the smell test. Everybody say the smell test. And what, I, and what I meant by that is that everything that we do gives off a smell to God. Everything that we do gives off an aroma to God. This is something I wish someone had taught me many, many years ago, but I thank God that not only have I, like, I'm getting the teaching now, but you guys are getting that teaching now, that everything that we do gives off a smell to God. And we want to make sure that we're giving off an aroma that's attractive and appealing to God. Amen? We want to make sure that, that we're doing that. Now, um, what I want to do while you're there at Luke chapter 22, I will not ask you to go to all of this these chapters, all these scriptures, but but feel free to take care of your phone if you want to take a take a picture of the screen. Nobody's going to tap you on the shoulder, make you put it down if you feel like you want to do that, if you want to jot down a few notes, um, because I'm, I'm going I'm to go over four aromas that God loves four aromas that God loves, and then we're going we're to deal with the aroma of prayer. We're going to stay at the end, and we're going to deal with the aroma of prayer. But I'm going to deal with four aromas that we find in the Scripture that God loves, four fragrances that God loves to send up to Him. Now, um, the first one, again, I, you don't have to turn there. You don't have to turn there, but I want you to jot, to jot down a note. Please, uh, jot down. Don't, don't ever come to Bible study not prepared to study. Amen. Always come to Bible study. Prepare to take some notes so that you can so that you can study. So you can go back home and do your own uh, Bible study. Uh, the first aroma that God loves is the aroma of our witness. Everybody say our witness. It is the aroma of our witness. God loves when our life is a witness for him. God, that, that's, that's a sweet-smelling aroma. In other words, God loves it when someone see you in a situation that you should have been mad, but you were calm. God loves it when your life is a witness. Amen. Listen, God loves it when people see you actually put the grocery cart in the buggy outside in the parking lot. Amen. God, God, listen, God loves it when, when you, when, when you, you, you could have been ugly and not allow the person to get out in the other car, but you actually stayed back long enough to let them get in front of you and your life becomes a witness. God loves it when you are a witness for him in front of your children, that that's a, that's a sweet smelling savor that goes up before God when you're doing things and your life becomes a witness. Second, Second Corinthians chapter two, verse 14 through 16. This The Apostle Paul, right into the church at at Corinth. Uh, You don't have to turn there right now, but stay at Luke chapter twenty-two. But just kind of take a note of that particular verse, Uh, and he says, "But thanks be to God, who always leads uh, leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession, and uses us. Watch this to spread the aroma. Everybody say the aroma. He uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of Him." everywhere. In other words, God uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. In other words, every place you go in your life where you make God known, you make Jesus known, it sends up an aroma to God. It sends up a fragrance to him, a fragrance that he appreciates, that he enjoys, and even that, that he gravitates toward. It sends up an aroma. Verse 15 says it like this, For we are God, for we are to God, for we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ. We are to God, we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. We, in other words, to God we smell like Christ. To God, we smell like Christ. We are the aroma of Christ to God. So you know what that means? That means that the things that we do should be more and more Christ-like every day of our lives, every day of our life. We should be living to look more like Christ and to act more like Christ every day of our life. Now, watch this. It's difficult to look like and act like somebody that you don't know, somebody that you don't spend any time with. If you're gonna listen, if you hang around around a person long enough, you start to act like them. Glory to God. Listen, there's people in this church, I hear other people say to them, you act just like your pastor. You sound just like your pastor. You sound like Pastor Love. You've been talking to Pastor Love. No, watch this. No, what happens is when you hang around people long enough, you start to pick up what they're putting down. I wish I had a witness right there. That's why the Bible says that bad company corrupts good behavior or good character. So you have to be careful of the people that you're hanging around watch this if you want to become like more like Christ you have to spend more time hanging around with Christ amen glory to God and so what happens is God wants us to smell more like Christ He wants us to smell more like him. Verse number 16 says, then uh, to the one, we are the aroma that brings death. To the other, the an aroma that brings life. And who is equal to such a task? God is saying that one aroma brings death, one aroma brings life. That's the aroma that God wants us to bring. So the aroma of our witness, the Lord loves. Number two, it is the aroma of our love. Everybody say our love. The aroma of our love. When when you show love, when you learn how to love beyond faults and love beyond people's failures, that sends an aroma up to God. When watch this. When you learn and don't mess around and learn how to love somebody who hates you. Ooh, oh my God! You talking about a good aroma to God? Ooh. Oh, that smell good to God. When you learn how to love, ooh, come on here. When you learn how to love somebody who hating on you, somebody who don't like you, listen, just love them anyway. Glory to God. He said, he said, what greater love, no greater love has any man than this, than a man who able to lay down his life for his friend. And you know what Jesus said about us? He said, I called you friend. That's what he called, that's what he says to us. And he says, even when we didn't know him, when we were yet without strength, guess what? He still loved us enough to die, even when we were ungodly. Isn't that something? And so God said, just like I laid down my life for you, he says, I'm expecting you to lay down your life for other folk. Glory to God. Listen, so stop all this. You don't like me, I don't like you. You don't deal with me? I don't deal with you. Glory to God. No, you've got to learn how to love folks. You better learn how to love everybody. They're talking about you, it's okay, still love them. They're being mean to you. That's okay. Still love them. You know why? Because it's, it's, not about, it's not about my relationship with them. It's about my relationship with him. Glory to God. Listen, I'm, my loving you has nothing to do with you, boo-boo. It has everything to do with my with, with what God is doing. I wish I had some witness. Uh, it's got everything to do with what God is doing in my life. Glory to God. I have to love you. Why? Because I want, I want the fragrance that my life gives uh, to be a sweet aroma to God. I used to wonder why grandmama called it stank attitude. Now I know why she called it stank attitude. Because when you have a bad attitude, you give off a stank aroma to God. Y'all might as well say, man, this is good teaching now. Y'all came here for, I didn't even charge y'all for this teaching. It is the aroma of our love. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5 verse 2 says like this. It says, and walk in love, and walk in love, and walk in love, and walk in love, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God. Why? For a sweet-smelling aroma. He said walk in love. So when you walk in love, there's a sweet smell that goes up from your life. And we always want to live a life pleasing, to God, so when we walk in love, there's a sweet smell, because because the reality is is you have a right to be mad, but by, what the Bible says, be angry just don't sin. Let me say it like this: It's okay to be angry, just don't stop loving them. Love the person, just hate the sin. Okay, I got one clap, two clap, thank you. So three. Okay, I got three. Let me say that again: <laughs> Love the person, <laughs> hate the sin. We have thank you, uh, uh, Snowby. Listen, so thank you, then Brother Mickey. What's wrong with y'all today? <laughs> okay. Y'all, we, we got some more work to do. <laughs> Glory to God. We, we've we got to learn to love beyond fault and learn. See, watch this. See, you, you got to learn. You got to learn how to be like Timex. You got to learn how to take a licking. See, you got to be at least 40 to understand what I just said. You got to be able to take a licking. And keep on ticking. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta know, you gotta know how to, you gotta know how to let stuff just roll off. You gotta learn, and I'm gonna teach you that in just a moment. Let stuff roll off. Don't, don't, don't let it, don't let it get you down. I heard an old song back in the day say, don't let it get you down. Anyway, I better, I better leave that alone. So the aroma of our witness, the aroma of our love. Number three, I talked about this Sunday, the aroma of our repentance. Say repentance. So he loves, he, so God loves the aroma of our witness, the aroma of our love, and the aroma of our repentance. So when we repent, there's a sweet aroma that goes up to God. So God knows that we're gonna mess up. God knows that we're not gonna always do it right. God knows that sometimes, sometimes we're just gonna fall short. God gets it, he understands it. But God loves when the aroma of repentance goes up before him. He loves it when we repent. He loves it when we go back to him. Now watch this, now watch this. Don't allow sin to be left under unchecked in your life don't allow sin to be left unchecked in your life don't don't just feel like well because nothing bad has happened that you've gotten away with it no you got to go back and deal with the sin now watch this here's the problem many people don't know when they sin because they don't spend enough time with god's word to understand his heart concerning sin so many times we're committing sin now realize it watch this let me give you one if you're not reading your bible regularly then you're committing a sin If you're not studying, if you if you're not in the in the Word and studying, and you're not taking the time and eating and digesting the Word, because God told us to meditate on the Word both day and night. Listen, that's not an option. Why? Because we got to learn to be more like Him. Watch this. And reading the Word is not for God's sake. That's for your sake. That's for your sake. It's so that your spirit, man, your spirit, man, I won't starve to death. Because many of us are spirit men, are starving. Now, watch this. The beautiful thing is, is that, is that we're growing in our grace and we're growing in our love for Christ. And many of you are reading the Bible more now than you ever have in your life, and that's a beautiful thing. And I encourage you to continue. I encourage you to continue. And we will deal with Bible reading a little bit later. Uh, Psalm 51, verse 15 through 16. Uh, David said this. David looked at God, and this is after David had sinned with Bathsheba. Psalm 51 is David's prayer of repentance to God. David said in repentance to God, he said, God, if you desired, if you desired sacrifice, in other words, if you wanted me to kill a bull, an ox, a goat, a dove, if you wanted me to kill some of those things, I would have. he said, uh, and you, you do not desire sacrifice, so I would offer one. You do not want burnt offerings. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You desire a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart. In other words, he says, I know that you you don't want bulls and goats and those things to die any longer. You no longer want that sacrifice. In other words, the incense that you want is for sin to break my heart. You want what hurts you to hurt me. You want me that when I sin, I feel guilty about my sin. And listen, sometimes people try to get over guilt. No, learn how to sit in guilt. Many people try to run away from guilt. No, sometimes you need to feel the guilt. You need to feel guilty. You need to know what that feels like. So when you when you start to feel guilt, because watch this, guilt kind of lets you know that something was done that was not right. You start to feel guilty about that thing. Sometimes you can say something to someone, you can be a little snappy, and the Holy Spirit starts to deal with you and make you feel like, you know, maybe I should have said that different. Maybe, you know, because the Holy Spirit will bring it back to your remembrance. And when he does, the Holy Spirit expects you to go back and deal with that thing and go back and get it right. Watch this. Let me help you. I know you the mama, but you didn't have to talk to that kid like that. I know you're the husband, but you do not have to talk to your wife. You didn't, have, you didn't have to talk to her like that. And the Holy Spirit told you to go back and get it right. And what happens is many times we grieve the Holy Spirit because we don't go back and do the thing that we know the Holy Spirit is encouraging us to do. And God wants that spirit of repentance. Watch well, this. Not just repentance to him, but sometimes we have to go back to people and repent. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We repent to God so we can be forgiven, but we repent to people so we can be healed. Our healing comes from repenting to each other. Confessing our sins and confessing our faults to one another. That's what we're real here. You want to be healed and delivered? Glory to God. Watch this. If you have, if you're a man, you have a problem with pornography, you want to be delivered? Tell your wife. Oh, She's going to help you. Oh, she got you, cuz. She's going to be in the bathroom with you sitting on the tub while you're sitting on the toilet. Anyway. <laughs> she got you, cuz. But you know what's going to happen? You're going to be healed. (laughs) Let me see your phone. Take that coat off. Put my fingerprint on there. But the aroma of repentance smells good to God. It smells good to God. God desires for us to repent. He desires for us to work on ourselves and get our lives together. The last one I'm going to deal with. Uh, the last one deal with is the aroma of our prayers. The aroma of our prayers. Everybody say our prayers. When you pray, there's a sweet aroma that goes up before God. When we pray, when we when we take some time and spend time with God, there's a sweet aroma that goes up to him, the aroma of our prayers. Revelation chapter 5, verse 8. Don't turn there, but just make a note. Revelation chapter 5, verse 8. New Living Translation say it like this. It says, and when he took the scroll, the four living beings and the 24 elders, the 24 elders, the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one, watch this, had each one had a harp and they held gold bowls filled with incense. They held gold bowls filled with incense, which were what? Which are the prayers of God's people. These were the prayers of God's people. In other words, God takes our prayers, puts them in a bowl, keeps them close to him because our prayers smell so good to him. God, 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 God welcomes the aromas of our prayers, welcomes them so much so that when they built the temple in the wilderness, the Bible says that there was an altar of incense and the altar of incense by Aaron was supposed to uh, continually burn because that altar represent the prayers that was sent up to God on behalf of God's chosen people. God expects us to pray. That's why he said men should always to pray and not faint. And not give up. Why? Because we should always have those incense burning up to God. We should always have, you know, now I understand. Now I understand why grandmama talked about prayer like this. Y'all know what I'm talking about. When she would say, send up some timber. Woo! All this thing is coming together now. Now I understand when she was saying, send up, baby, I got to go send up some timber. I didn't know what she was talking about, talking about sending up some timber, but now I understand that when they were there at the altar, there had to be a sacrifice on the altar that was being burned to send up the smoke that was a, that was an aroma that God received. So now I understand it now. So we should always... Be in prayer. Now look at Luke chapter 22. Open your Bibles or or, or, or or if you charged up your Bible last night, if you would click over to Luke chapter 22. Luke, look at verse number 39. 39. We're going to talk about the aroma of prayer. The aroma of prayer. The aroma of prayer of prayer. And I want y'all to get that. I want y'all to take some notes tonight because this is this is going to be some heavy stuff. I need y'all to get this. The aroma of prayer. Luke chapter 22 verse 39. I'm going to read the entire thing down to verse number 48. This is just for clarity's sake. Then I'm going to give you a few points and then we're going to be done. Luke chapter 22 verse 39 says, coming out he went to the Mount of Olives as he was accustomed and his disciples also followed him. When he came to the place, he said to them, he said to his disciples, Pray that you may not enter into temptation. Verse 41. And when he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw, he knelt down. And what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? do? Jesus knelt down. He prayed, saying that. This is what he said. Father, if it's your will, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours done. Now, he's he's in the middle of prayer. He's in the middle of prayer. And Luke was recording this prayer, verse number 44, and being in agony, he prayed. What did he do? What did he do? Come on, y'all talk back to him. What did he do? He prayed. He prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like drops of blood falling down to the ground. Verse 45, when he rose up from prayer, he came to his disciples. He found them sleeping from sorrow. Verse 46, then he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. Verse 47, and while he was still speaking, behold a multitude, and he who was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them, drew near to kiss him, but Jesus said to him, Judas, are you betraying the son of man with the kiss? Now let me tell you why prayer sends up such a sweet Aroma to God. Point number one is that prayer gives you power over temptation. Prayer gives you power over temptation. Verse 40, he says, pray that you enter not into temptation. If you're being tempted to sin in an area of your life, that's, that's a reason why you should be on your knees praying to God so God can give you the power over that temptation. Feeding your spirit. Because the reason you yield to sin is because you're not feeding your spirit and your flesh man is in control. Because the Bible says that sin no longer has mastery over us. Sin no longer has domination over us as long as we're walking in the spirit. The Bible says if a person is walking in the spirit, he can't sin. We sin when we cease to walk in the spirit and start walking in the flesh. But we learn Jesus Christ said himself that prayer gives you the power over temptation. Here is the problem. Here is the problem. Too many people are waiting until they're tempted to start praying. You're trying to prepare for war during the war. You have to prepare for war during times of peace. Listen, you know where you nasty at. It's not good things. No, no you, you, you know where you nasty at. Everybody getting quiet. Help your neighbor say, you got a little nasty on YouTube? Come on, tell them, yeah, you got a little, yeah, uh-huh. I know y'all don't want to say that. So why are you waiting until Satan starts putting on your nasty? To start praying. You can't wait until you unbuckling stuff. You unbutton and unbuckling stuff. Think it's too late to pray now. Glory to God. But prayer gives you power over temptation. That's why you gotta start praying right now. Got to wrestle, got to, got to wrestle with some stuff. Watch this. I, I told y'all Sunday. I told y'all Sunday that 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 back in those days before plug plugins, we used to light incense. Now, now some people lit incense to make the house smell better. Some people lit incense to cover up a smell. Prayer gives you power to overcome temptation. Number two, number two, number two, number two. And I only got one minute left. Prayer, number two. Prayer makes your will obey God's will. Y'all better get this. This Some heavy stuff now. Y'all better get this. Prayer makes your will obey God's will. How do I know? Verse 42. He said, not my will, but let your will be done. In other words, prayer puts your will in subjection. Prayer makes your will obey the will of God. Because the reality is, is that in, in and of ourselves, there's nothing in us that makes us want to obey God. We have to pray that God's will is done in our lives. How do we know? Jesus just said it. He said it right there in the prayer. Nevertheless, not my will, but let your will be done. Number three, prayer produces strength from heaven. Glory to God. Prayer gives you some supernatural strength. Prayer gives you the ability to go through some things that you wouldn't be able to go through on your own, honey. Prayer gives you the power to be an overcomer. How do we know? Verse 43 says, and an angel appeared from heaven, strengthening him when he prayed. When you pray, you have the power of heaven at your beckoning command. When you pray and say, God, I need help. Let me say it like this. Don't wait until you need help to call for it. Call for some help when everything's going well. When everything's going well, God send me some help. In other words, when you get your income tax, that's the time to start praying. It got quiet right there, boy. Glory to you. Because watch this, watch this. Because you need to know this. You need to know that right after the blessing usually comes an attack, and sometimes just before the blessing comes an attack. You got to be prepared for this. So listen, just know this: that just because the devil really not tripping on you right now, don't mean that he ain't strategizing against you, or he's got a plan against you. Oh, he's trying to pull you down. So, so don't, don't get, don't get, don't get caught up. Number four, number four, number four. Prayer. Watch this. This one is a big one. Oh, y'all better put your seatbelts on for this one. Prayer, prayer keeps you from being distracted by disappointments. Woo, that was heavy. Woo, some of y'all, some of you, listen, some of y'all just gained some weight when I said that. Prayer keeps you from being distracted by disappointments. How do we know? Because the Bible says that when Jesus came back to look for them, he found them sleeping. Glory to God. But although he found them sleeping, it didn't stop him from going right back into prayer again. Sometimes Satan will set up a disappointment trying to stop you. He'll set up disappointment to try to make you bag, bag, bag away from the vision and bag away from the calling, bag away from God, what God has for you in your life. Watch this. But prayer gives you the power to not be distracted by the disappointment. Meaning if you've been so dis, you've, you've been so dis, distracted, Satan sends a disappointment and now you can't even come to church. He sends a disappointment, now you can't even pray. He sends a disappointment, now you can't even read. But prayer gives you the power to overcome those disappointments. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, and, and here's the last one. Here's the last one. Here's the last one. Here's the last one. This is the heaviest thing I'm going to say all night. No, I'm done. I'm out of time. This, this is the heaviest thing I'm going to say all night. Y'all better, y'all ready for this. Y'all better get this. Ooh, y'all better get, don't miss this one. Leave your neighbor said, say, don't you miss this one. Don't you miss this one. Come on, wake up your neighbor in the back. Wake up and say, wake up, you better get this one. Yeah, you better don't You you, don't you miss this one. You better get this one. You better listen, you better get this. This is what they call back and they call it 40 weight gravy, baby. You better get this one. Yeah, this one is heavy. This one is heavy. Watch this. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Here it is. Here's my last point, then I'm done. Here's my last point. Prayer makes you do right. When people make you want to do right. That was I was cold blooded. That was cold blooded. Oh, that was cold-blooded. Prayer makes you do right when people make you want to do wrong. How do we know? How do we know? The Bible says that Judas drew near. Woo! to kiss kissing. But Jesus had been in prayer and prayer made him do right when people Make you want to do wrong. Glory to God. I wish I had a witness in this house today. Oh, God will keep you if you want to be kept. Oh, he'll keep you. Let me say it like this. He said, I'll keep you in perfect peace. Those that keep their minds stayed on me. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Because Satan is trying his best to pull you out of character. To make you act a fool and make you do something unseemly. Satan is trying his best to make folk get on your nerve. So watch this, somebody can record you doing the most. <laughs> but prayer. Prayer make you do right. When feet when people make you want to do wrong. Will you put your hands together and bless the Lord? I hope y'all received that tonight. Oh, I know I did. If that didn't bless y'all, this show sure blessed me. Amen. So prayer the four aromas that we send up to God. Listen, before um, um a couple announcements. I finished up a little bit early tonight because we have a couple announcements. Um Miss Miss Carrie,